You're listening to The Gospel Underground, the only podcast that helps new and aspiring gospel artists develop the skills to become influential music ministers. It features resources and tips to help empower indie artists to own and operate their music ministry for major impact. And I'm your host, Janice Levon. So let's get this show started. Catch it in the TV, catch it on the road, catch it in the church house, sing it to the souls. This is different from any other sound because you're listening to the gospel underground. Praise the Lord, family, and welcome back to another episode of The Gospel Underground. I am your host, Janice Levant, and as always, I'm so excited to share with you all and support into you and your music ministry. So I am back with another solo episode. Um, I'm a little thrown off because, Lord have mercy, the technology was just really giving me a hard time. You know, it was taking me forever to get this episode up, but I don't want to linger too long on that. We are here now. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. (laughs) And I'm just glad that we are here. Amen. So today I just kind of want to chat with you all. Nothing deep, nothing too intense, hopefully not. But I just want to talk to y'all. It's the end of the year. We are about to walk right into December. Um, and I'm just feeling very reflective and I, and I typically get that way around this time of year. Anyway, I'm reflecting over my goals that I set at the top of the year. Did I accomplish them? I'm reflecting over, you know, different things that I've done. And certainly I am reflecting over, uh, the past year of music ministry. What have I done? What do I want to do? You know, what is the Lord saying next? That's one thing about me. That is a constant. I'm constantly like trying to incline my ears to God's lips and figure out, Lord, what you saying? What what we doing? What what you talking about? Let's let's go. You know, I want to I really want to be in alignment with the most high God in every area of my life. So I'm always seeking that. And I guess perhaps out of just it being the season, you know, this is a time where people start writing out their goals for the next year and all that stuff. Uh, This is usually around the time where I'm really reflecting on what did I do this year music wise? You know, what does God want to do next with this music that he's given me? Um, So I just want to chat about that today. You know, just kind of do a year in review um, and just really evaluate. Right. Let's just evaluate for a little bit. Now, before we get into this week's episode, you know I have to share with you all the Indie Artist Spotlight of the Week. And this week, the spotlight is shining on a phenomenal vocalist by the name of Tashay Sias. Let me tell y'all something. This girl can sing, (laughs) okay? (laughs) She can sing. And that's one of the things that I love about gospel music. You almost never run into artists, individuals that cannot sing. Everybody is just so phenomenal. But this week, we are featuring my girl, Tashay Sias, such an incredible vocalist, songwriter, and a vocal coach. So if you guys are looking for a vocal coach, you can definitely holler at your girl, okay? Tashay's latest single, Love Lifted Me, is a really cool, jazzy version of an old song that we all know. And I know that you all are going to love it. So we just want to encourage you, sis. Continue to let the Lord have his way in your life and in your music ministry. Continue to soar and do great things for the Most High God in Jesus' name. If you all want to connect with Tashay, you can definitely do so. I've left all of her information in the show notes of this podcast episode. You can also find her information on 
on our social media as well as our newsletter. So make sure you guys connect with her and collaborate with her. Reach out. That's what the Gospel Underground is all about. For you all to be able to connect, to learn, and to be one another's resources. All right? So God bless you, sis. We love you. We see you. And we just want to praise God for you and your music ministry. So you all have heard my story of how I got started uh, with the music, right? I started like the normal church kid. I <laughs> started on the children's choir. My mom was the president and the directress and I uh, started singing when I was two. And she said, as long as the babies can walk, then they can walk themselves up to the choir and join. And that is what I did. Um, and since I was a child, all I have ever wanted to do was sing. That's it. That's all I've ever wanted to do was make music and sing to the glory of God um, that he may be magnified and that his people may be edified. And so when I come to this point each year, I am always trying to see Am I meeting that mark that I had in my mind when I was a child, right? Am I meeting that goal? Now, obviously, the goal to just sing has expanded, has changed, it has grown with me. So for me, it's a deeper understanding now that it's not just about singing and being fabulous like Vicky Winans <laughs> and, um, you know, traveling. There were all these things. Now it's even deeper into serving God and serving his people with my voice. I recently sung this past Black Friday, actually, at a funeral. And, um, you know, typically around this time of year, we're just with family and we're just enjoying and we're doing all of these fun, festive things. Um, and in the middle of all that, you know, typically on Black Friday, I would just be knocked out sleep. You know, I would just be relaxing. There's no work, no nine to five work. So I would just be chilling, probably watching some movies. But this time I was called, uh, asked by someone that I know to sing at a funeral and, um, you know, like, like I was saying earlier, my dream of what it means to be a gospel singer has grown. So a a as an adult now, I see such importance in music, right? I see such a need for God's music. Let me, let me say that. Okay. I see such a need for God's music, even when people don't realize that they need it. Um, it, 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 it steps right in and it fills a void. It fills, it serves the need, right? So in that time of need of this, of this family that I sang for, they needed that comfort, right? Cause they lost someone they needed, they needed that. So that's just a small example of how my understanding of what music ministry is, has grown. And so around this time of year, I'm, I'm really evaluating like, okay, are you really giving your all as a gospel music minister? Like, let's just forget about all the glamorous stuff, right? Are you really serving the need of those that God has called you to? And I also take this time to try to think and strategize on how I can do better in that area next year. And I just feel so blessed and so honored because I can honestly say that regardless of how many songs I've written and recorded and released and whatever, 
every opportunity that I get to sing, I keep that in the forefront of my mind. I keep that spirit of service in the forefront of my mind. I don't know why I feel so emotional about this. Lord, (laughs) I'm going to try not to cry, but I feel so deeply responsible to the most high God who gave me the voice, who gave me the ability to really serve his people. Um, Now, something that I wanted to address is that there were some years along my journey. So like I said, I've been singing since I was two. I've been recording since I was about, I can never remember. I think it's like 16 or 13. I can't remember. Either way, it was my teens. So I've been recording. I've been writing since I was about 11 years old. There were some years that were slower in a sense than others, right? So, you know, I've talked about the different seasons of gospel music, right? And, you know, in my younger years, I did not fully understand the seasons and how they work. So there were some years where I was in a season of development. I was going to my vocal coach. I was writing music. I was reading the books. I was deepening my relationship with God, fasting and praying and all these things. And in those years, at the end of the year, I would always feel like, dag, I didn't do anything because I didn't release a song. Or, you know, I didn't travel to some spectacular place to sing. Or I didn't do all the the forward-facing things. But... Now that I am here, almost almost 35, right? Been doing this for a long time. Now that I'm here and I and I sit back and I, now that I understand the seasons of music, I recognize that every chance that I get to open my voice, open my mouth, every chance that I get to share a song with somebody, whether that's going to a hospital and singing to a soul that is there, whether that's singing at a birthday party, like any any opportunity that the Lord gives me to open my mouth and to sing his praises, I keep that serving spirit at the forefront of my mind. And sitting here today, I'm in a season currently of creation and I'm getting ready to release some new music at the end of January. So y'all wait on that, okay? <laughs> But even just sitting here, even now, I'm just like, wow, Lord, you know, if I if I never put out another record, but you let me keep this voice, I'm going to keep singing and I'm going to keep serving. I'm going to keep singing and I'm going to keep serving because somebody needs to hear the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ, whether it may not be on a record. It may not be on the radio. You know, there, there are some places that those things just cannot reach. And it takes your two feet It takes your two hands. It takes your vocal cords right there in the moment to serve the person in need. And I'm just like really like full right now just thinking about that. You know, I didn't have a fully laid out, you know, conversation to to discuss with you all today. I just wanted to share, you know, I, I just wanted to come on here and really talk about that just no, no matter how many records you're, you are allotted to release in this lifetime, no matter how many fancy places you get to go, no matter how many awards you collect along the way, I want you to never, ever, ever forget that every opportunity that you get to open your mouth and to sing the praises of the Lord is an opportunity to serve the Most High God's people to be a blessing to somebody, 
to perhaps sing a song of healing and deliverance into the soul of somebody. I remember so clearly one time I was on the train. This is years ago before I started recording. Seriously. And I was on the train with my mom. I forgot where we were coming from. We were coming from somewhere, man. But we were on the train here in New York City. And from time to time, I just get in a mood and I just be singing everything, <laughs> any and everything. I just start singing. And it does not matter where I am or who I'm with, I will sing. That is, that is a clear indication of Janice's happy child. Um, so I'm just on the train and I'm just singing and, you know, whatever, whatever. And I am completely oblivious to the fact that I am gathering an audience. <laughs> there are people that are like, oh, my God, you have such an amazing voice. Like, wow. And my mom is just like laughing because she, you know, this is this ain't new to her. This is this is this is her life. OK, since I've been born, this is her life. And they were just like, oh, my gosh, like you like, wow, do you have records out all this stuff? And I was telling them, yeah, because I, I, I knew that I had planned on doing that. So like, yeah, you know, I had, I had already started writing songs, as you guys know. And um. I had already, you know, had an emotion, had had started making the plans that, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. So I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to start recording some things or whatever. And I remember my mom, she got into a conversation with one of the people that were just kind of gushing over me singing. And um, my mother was telling them, you know, this girl will sing for money or, or for free. <laughs> it's just in her nature to do. It's in her spirit to do. It is the gift that God gave her. And I praise God because that gift is still there. You know, a lot of the times we talk about like our talents and things like that. And we talk about how, you know, this is the gift that the Lord gave me and I just want to give it to the world. But the truth of the matter is some of us won't give that gift to the world unless somebody pay us. And please understand me clearly. I'm not saying don't get paid for your music, baby. I am not saying that. But what I'm saying is, as a gospel music minister, you need to understand that this is a service that we offer people. This is a service that we that we offer God's people. And like I said, I want to be clear, it certainly deserves to receive compensation, particularly because we pay so much money to <laughs> to have it recorded, uh, to have it done up all nice for people to listen to, to have graphics made for for um, our covers, our singles and our album covers, to have all these different things. So certainly, you know, it, it deserves compensation. But I think the deeper part of being a gospel music minister is really understanding that you are a servant. And the tools that we use to serve God's people is not necessarily, you know, a shield and a sword, although it is a weapon. Y'all know that um, it's not necessarily uh, a spoon that you're hand feeding into someone's, you know, feeding someone food in, in their mouth or whatever. But it is an instrument that soothes and serves the soul. And. I just want you all to really um, have a deep understanding that you are here to serve. So don't allow your ego. If you if you listen to my interview with Simona, we talked about this a little bit. Don't you know, being a servant of the most high God requires humility. So don't allow your ego to push you to places all the way outside of the will of God. Don't allow your ego to make you withhold this phenomenal gift that God has given you. Music is healing to the soul. You know, people, there are communities built around music. You know, there are, there are people who are 
who would much rather buy a record than to even like buy something to eat. <laughs> you know, sometimes music feeds that a part of your soul that you just can't physically touch. So as keepers of God's music, right, as God's musicians, I want you all to to really be thoughtful on that. I want you, that's why I'm always going mad hard about us being intentional. Because if we understand the magnitude of this gift, of this calling, of this honor, then we would handle it with so much more care, so much more responsibility. So even as I prepare to release my next single entitled When Judas Sings, you know, I just did my photo shoot recently and now I'm kind of, I'm not kind of, I'm definitely in strategy mode, okay? I am in strategy mode. And, you know, from time to time, I find myself just so, like, stressed out, like, Lord Jesus, like, give me all the strength because I cannot. Um, and when I get like that, this this piece kind of just washes over me and reminds me, girl, you a servant. So don't make this hard. <laughs> Do not make this hard. Like the day of my photo shoot, I was spazzing out because my hair was not what I wanted it to be. And I was like, oh, my God, just going in for no reason. The Lord was like, girl, chill out. Chill out. It's so funny because... When I was getting ready to flip out and spaz out, I went to the bathroom to get ready to do my hair and I turned on a, a playlist that I have. And the first song that came on is my favorite Fred Hammond song of all time. Um, it says, no way, no way you won't lose. I hear you, Lord, reassuring me again, again, you have shown you're in control of everything. And I just bust out laughing because I heard the Lord just speaking to my heart like, girl, relax. It's not that deep. It'll be okay. It will be okay. The most important thing is to release the music. Release the music. Don't stress out about your hair. <laughs> don't stress out about makeup. Don't stress, don't stress out about all these things that really don't mean nothing. Because at the end of the day, it's the music that is going to touch somebody's soul. It's the music that's going to convict somebody's soul. Let's be clear. The music ain't going to save the soul. But the music can certainly set the mood. It can set the atmosphere for a soul to surrender to God. It can set the atmosphere. Oh, God, that's good. It will set the atmosphere for a soul. Hallelujah. To have intimate time with God. So I just wanted to kind of like share and kind of give you all a piece of my mind as I am strategically planning and evaluating my year I didn't do a whole lot of singing because you know we're still in this pandemic and you know people are just now really starting to feel a little bit more comfortable coming back outside um, and all those different things but since the launch of our church I've been doing a whole lot of singing okay I've been doing a lot more singing and um even as I prepare for the release of my EP later next year and the release of my single at the top of the year, you know, I'm just evaluating and looking over it all. And I guess the the bottom line, I guess the resounding message here that I feel like the Lord is like giving me, speaking to me and giving me to share with you is that don't forget that in the midst of all of this creating music and doing all of these things around the music and trying to get it out there, you're hustling, bustling, you're stressing, all this stuff. Don't forget that this music is here to serve. Don't forget that. Do not forget that this is, first of all, God's music. 
and it is here to serve God's people. So I hope that you are encouraged. I hope that if you are in a season of development, that you don't take that season for granted. I pray that you learn this lesson if you are in the season of development. I hope that you grow deeper, grow, grow your roots down in the word of God real deep. I pray that you cling to the Lord. Cling to the Lord, not to whatever opportunity you're chasing, not to the perfection of the sound in the record. Nah, yes, we want to put out excellent work, but I pray that you cling to the Lord so that when you do record the song, that the anointing, the presence of God will fill the room, that it will saturate all of the technology that you use to record so that his anointing can be felt every time somebody presses play, every time somebody downloads higher, every time somebody, hallelujah, streams the music. That's, that's the goal. That's the goal in all of this for somebody to be moved by God, for somebody to have a God experience when they're listening to your song, for somebody to be ushered into the presence of God. That's the point. That's the point of all of this. So get all that you need. If you're in your development season and it seemed like, man, I'm not recording anything. I'm not doing nothing. It seems like nothing's going on. Mm-mm, don't take that for granted, honey. Don't take that for granted, my brother. Because that's the time where your roots grow down deep in God. That's the time where God is, is shaping you and making you and molding you. That's the time. That's that's the the process that I think Simona, that's the, that's the word that she used in our interview. People owe a bypass process. That The process, processing is where you get the anointing from. The processing is where you get your strength. The processing time is where you get your roots deep down. So when you do get an opportunity to go onto a big stage, you won't lose your mind. Hello, that you won't lose your religion, as they say, (laughs) that you won't throw away God for the fortune and the fame. Mm. That you won't set the Lord aside for the riches for the glory, but you can say thank you for the praise because they will praise you, but you can always point them back to God and give God all the glory, all the honor and all of the praise. So I hope that this episode was a blessing to you. I hope that you were inspired by it. I hope that you remember that the music is to serve to serve God's people. So I love you guys. Uh, Next week, we have another interview coming. The next, actually next two weeks, I'm going to break it up into two weeks, part one and part two. And I am so excited for y'all. Oh, oh God, yes. I am so excited for y'all to hear this interview. I will be interviewing an incredible uh, musician, man of God. Um, And you guys just don't want to miss it. I'm not going to spill the beans here. Y'all just have to come back next week and make sure you tune in so that you can hear this amazing interview um, in our next Underground Conversation. So I love you guys. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor. Take a screenshot of it and make sure you tag us on Instagram at the underscore gospel underground. And also make sure you guys give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That way, other independent gospel artists just like you will be able to find our podcast. So I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. Sometimes y'all know I just need to rant. Y'all know I just need to talk. (laughs) And I'm so glad 
that I have you guys, my community, my people uh, to be able to talk to. So I love you guys so much. Stay focused on Jesus. Keep one another in prayer. And I will speak to you soon.